and welcome to Rewire with Duchess Dale. Whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer, a millennial or an elder ally, enjoying retirement or planning ahead, this podcast provides tips and information that turn into inspiration for living your best life. And now, here's our host, Duchess. Welcome to episode six of season three for Rewire. January 31st, how did this month go so fast? (laughs) Well, since we have five Wednesdays in this month, I thought I would use this bonus Wednesday as sort of an opportunity to handle what I've heard referred to as housekeeping. Not the vacuum and Windex kind, but the kind of housekeeping where I go over some of the details about the show, our goal, our intention, contact information. In case you or someone new is listening, this show is really about a way to inspire all of us who are getting older, whether you're a baby boomer or a baby zoomer. I want you to be able to tune in for more information on how to rewire your life instead of just retire from life. I know y'all are just getting used to me, learning about me. I wanna know more about you, the listeners. Who are you? What makes you tick? What interests you? Perhaps you could suggest some topics or guests that I could pursue, as well as the fact I wanna make sure I mention here that when I talk about a topic, I do my research and my homework. And then I try my very best to give credit for the attribution of where I got the information. And I want to protect my sources, but I also want to share them with you, hoping that it might inspire you to investigate further, find out more information. Now, I turn to the experts, as many of my guests have been, as well as the amazing staff at the Aging and Long-Term Services Department here in the state of New Mexico. Yes, they are my sponsors, so the show is geared primarily for New Mexicans. However, the information that I share can be applicable and valuable to older adults, no matter where you are. We have listeners from Oregon or California and Michigan, and I'm hoping that in this bright new year, we get to share the podcast, help me to make it go viral and get this information out to other adults. I feel my goal is as if we were sitting across from each other having our favorite hot beverage, or if it's summer, our cold beverage, talking about these ideas and what we can do. That brings me to last week's reporting opportunity. I felt like Lois Lane as I arrived at the Roundhouse in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and this was Senior Advocacy Day. The Aging and Long-Term Services Department co-sponsored this event primarily to help introduce the Blue Zones, which we've been talking about for a while, as well as an opportunity to talk to legislators and representatives about things that impact older adults and their family members and their caregivers. I was in the midst of hundreds of people, which is a bit of a challenge for someone like me as an introvert. It was great to see people who were younger than I am and some people who were older than I am. Most of us were what culture calls seniors, air quotes. I was fascinated to see 
what these seniors were interested in and how they were connecting and socializing and learning new things with each other. Because this was an event for older people. Being a baby boomer myself, after the event, I asked a fellow boomer this question. Do you think it is hard getting or being older? And here's what Carol told me. Well, yeah, old age is difficult. I'm reminded of what my mom always said, but I think she got it from Betty Davis, which is getting old is not for sissies. Sure, as we age, our bodies may give us more to be aware of, like aches and pains, less flexibility, stamina, or mobility. One of the most difficult things for me about being in the last quarter of my life is the attitude many people have towards other people of advanced age. I call this ageism. I often hear people talk about memory issues that frighten them. Getting older brings certain challenges, and one thing older people forget is how often memory failed us when we were younger. I believe that I remember what I need to remember, not necessarily what I might think I ought to. I do have some physical challenges, not as many as some people, but I can only speak for myself. I think about the benefits that I have of being older, and I absolutely would not for one second go back to any age before where I am right now, which is less than two weeks away from my 76th birthday. I'm more aware of who I am, more content with the person I am still becoming. I am more open and honest. I have more joy today than ever before. I even appreciate the sadness that comes with loss. I'm not done with living yet. I'm more at peace with my world. I know many more solutions to life's problems. I remember how absolutely awful it was to be so self-conscious in school. I remember how fearful I was to openly express myself. I remember the struggle I had to find my place in a career. I remember so many more fears I used to have than I do now. I have a wisdom that some people are attracted to. I think that's partly because of my gray hair and wrinkles. I like to wear the world like a loose garment. I get along with people in a far more respectful, loving way than ever before. I'm more able to listen attentively to others. I'm still growing and I am more interested in the world than I ever used to be. I think the body is a great teacher. I know to listen to the messages it gives me. There is so much to learn. I used to think I knew it all. Now I'm grateful that I didn't and still don't. I think having interests, expanding and changing interests makes a huge difference in appreciating the benefits of being where I am. Where I am less physically flexible, I am more emotionally flexible. I don't take myself so seriously. I could go on, but I have other interesting things to do now. Bye. Thank you for that, Carol. And may I be the first to wish you a happy birthday, 76 trombone celebrate your day. <laughs> Let's get back to the blue zones. What are blue zones? Blue zones are an area of the world where people live the longest lives, consistently reaching the age of 100. In contrast, according to the CDC, the average life expectancy here in the United States is only 77. Butner and his team of research scientists and journalists from National Geographic identified five blue zones in 
Okinawa, Japan, in Sardinia, Italy, in Costa Rica, in Icaria, Greece, and Loma Linda, California. Now, the question that came to my mind was, where did the term blue zone come from? Blue zone is not about any political preference, nor about the Cubs or the Dodgers. It is a name derived simply from the fact that all of these scientists, journalists, and researchers, when they were first doing this initial survey, used a blue pen to mark on the map the villages with the longest lived populations. Ta-da! And according to eatthis.com, the top 10 states here in the United States that are most likely to become blue zones are first, Vermont, which I don't think makes any sense because Vermont is the home of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, so how could they follow a blue zone? Next, New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Oregon, Hawaii, Maine, California. And last Wednesday, New Mexico became blue zone bound. That is because Dan Buettner came to Santa Fe to kick off the initiative of our state becoming a blue zone. I have talked about Mr. Buettner and the documentary that is on Netflix. I encourage you to watch it if you get Netflix. It's only four short episodes. There is also a corresponding book, which I have ordered and now I have as a reference. One of the things that Buettner talks about are the Seventh-day Adventists, which primarily populate the Loma Linda, California Blue Zone. The Seventh-day Adventists recommend that you follow a few of the practices that may seem pretty basic. Eat a vegetarian diet. By doing so, you earn yourself two extra years of life. I know that could be hard for a lot of people. However, maybe just try meatless Mondays once a week. That's all. Get regular exercise because not only is it good for your heart, it is good for your emotional well-being to get those endorphins kicked in. Don't smoke because it is still the leading cause of lung cancer and heart disease. Be careful about your body weight. Body weight has a huge impact on cardiovascular disease, blood pressure, cholesterol, and inflammation. Another thing they suggest is a simple one. When you snack, eat nuts. Nuts protect your heart and can add another two years to your life. Although vegan participants are more likely to weigh less than others in that study, they don't live the longest. The researchers found that distinction went to pescatarians, those who eat fish in their diet, as well as adding it to their regular plant-based diet. Buettner continues to write about eight natural remedies that were revealed in a prophecy to E.G. White, Ellen White, one of the founders of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Now, White championed the idea that taking care of your body was a spiritual practice. In her 1905 book, The Ministry of Healing, she defined nature's remedies as pure air, sunlight, rest, exercise, abstemiousness. Somehow she snuck a daily word into this list. Abstemiousness is simply temperance, moderation in eating and drinking, which leads to a proper diet, the use of water, and trusting in your higher power. White put her theory into practice in 1866 when she began to establish the Western Health Form Institute. It was a hydrotherapy clinic in Battle Creek, Michigan, where she and her family had moved. She was convinced that this clinic needed more of a true 
medical professional at the helm. So she recruited a young Adventist named James Harvey Kellogg, I know where you're going with this, to attend medical school at the University of Michigan. When he returned to Battle Creek in 1876, Kellogg shifted the focus of that clinic from water cures to preventive medicine based on a combination of the Adventist-style diet, exercise, and the latest medical and surgical procedures. Yes, this is the same Kellogg who later developed a process for creating flaked cereal. He and his brother, W.K. Kellogg, formed the Battle Creek Toasted Corn Flake Company in 1906. Personally, I'm already eating a mostly blue zone diet, but I know it still needs improvement. In fact, I am on my own version of a pretox because I am about to start a 30-day bigger overhaul and detox that my doctor is recommending to improve some of my health challenges. Then it's all aboard the Blue Zone train for me. Today's episode I entitled, Who Are You Really? Who are you really? <laughs> I think that's a very deep and layered question. On the surface, it had one meaning for me this past week because I spent so much time thinking about food and diet and blue zones and health. And I remembered the old adage, they say you are what you eat. Well, certainly what you eat does make a difference for the physical body, how you feel, how you show up in the world, how the body functions. Yet who you are really is, of course, more than the food you eat. In my personal opinion, it has a lot to do with the thoughts you ingest. Are you taking in the right thoughts to help support who you really are, as well as your body temple and the life that you want to live? Do you know how to eliminate the negative thoughts that don't contribute to who you really are? Then I started thinking about one of our favorite TV series is on PBS and it's called Finding Your Roots. We love watching that show and watching the celebrities uncover historical information about their genealogy that they had no clue about. It always makes me think of my own ancestry and genealogy and well, that is another podcast on its own someday. Yet I realize how interconnected we can be. How are you doing for your connections for the new year ahead? Did you make any outcomes or resolutions? I have a friend in California who decided not to make New Year's resolutions. Instead, she decided to make New Year's revolutions based on the seasons. That actually makes sense. It's more in keeping with nature if we honor the seasons. Plus, it gives us a whole lot more opportunity to revise our revolutions, resolutions, and outcomes for who we are and where we are throughout the year. My husband and I have a very fun habit that we share during breakfast, typically on weekend mornings, and that's to listen to a song that either we had forgotten about or someone mentioned or we heard a little clip on the radio and we wanted to listen to it in its entirety. This weekend, we listened to a song called Wasted on the Way. It was from 1982, sung by the wonderful folk rock band Crosby, Stills & Nash, and written by Graham Nash, who I got to meet as a teenager, but that too is an entirely separate podcast episode. This song was their first top 10 hit in five years. We pulled up the song on YouTube to listen to it and read the lyrics, 
and I was just captivated by it once again. The lyrics start out, Look around me, I can see my life before me running rings around the way it used to be. I am older now. I thought, yes, I am older now. And that song has a different resonance with me than it did when I was younger. It has more depth and meaning. I wish I could play the song for you, but legally we can't do that because of royalty rights. But I recommend that you go to YouTube and listen to it if you don't already have it in your vinyl collection at home. A segment of the lyrics of that song that always captivated me was, quote, Oh, when you were young, did you question all the answers, end quote. I love that. When you were young, did you question all the answers? I didn't. I've been doing it more and more as I have gotten older. When did you stop questioning the answers instead of just asking the questions? And what questions might you have of me? Don't waste any more time. Refresh, reconnect with yourself, rewire with me each week on this podcast, which is free on your favorite streaming platform. And if you're on Facebook, come on over to our page, Rewire with Duchess Dale. Please feel free to email me directly at yourliferewired, three words, yourliferewired at gmail.com. And then be sure to join us next month when our theme for February is Your Love Rewired. Our show is sponsored by the Aging and Long-Term Services Department of New Mexico. You can contact that department by calling 1-800-432-2080 or online at www.aging.nm. Gov. Our original music is written by New Mexico's own Lydia Clark. Join us next week on your favorite streaming platform. Till then, remember to reconnect, recommit, and rewire. So let